for what matters most to you. That's why I stand for the flag and I kneel at the cross. Long for the friends I have loved and lost. And ask you, God, we trust. Welcome to We Are the News Now with Dan Hennen. I'm your host, Dan. Today is November 22nd, 2021, the anniversary of JFK's assassination in Dealey Plaza. We'll be covering current events today and particular items that made the news that really shouldn't have may have served more of a as a distraction, and then I'll be covering the items that should have made the news but didn't. Keep in mind this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty, the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy, and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them, where they are, while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, and active name. Active and matchless name. Amen. Well, we've got lots to cover today, <clears throat> namely the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. It's been going on a spectacle for all of these months, uh, what's going to happen. Now we finally have the jury, finally have the trial, finally have the closing arguments. And we get a, a verdict of not guilty on all counts. Well, this is very strange because uh, several friends of mine on Facebook noted that, you know, they put up some positive articles about Kyle Rittenhouse uh, last year and uh, were promptly taken down. Facebook ruled them as hate speech and whatnot. Well, now here we are a year later. Uh, not guilty is the verdict. And now what do we get? Do we get an apology? Do we get anything? Um, what, what do we get from Facebook after uh, basically they've been proved wrong? Um, my question is, why are they censoring in the first place? But that's neither here nor there. Let's get on to the other uh, news. Uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell opening statements will begin November 29th. And so this is a week away. It's going to be getting very interesting. Now, if only we could have the coverage we have in this case than we did on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Uh, you know, photos, video, pictures, everything we could get on Rittenhouse. And so far... Uh, the only images we see of Ghislaine Maxwell is uh, the images, the cartoon images, the sketches drawn by uh, courtroom sketches. There's not even, I don't think I've even seen a photo of her um, since she's been arrested. Very interesting. Travis Scott, remember, he ran the Astro World concert uh, where all those uh, people were killed and injured. Um, now it's a couple weeks later. He's now facing lawsuits. It looks like it's reaching, if you total them up, $2 billion in lawsuits, Travis Scott. Keep an eye on the story here because uh, he's got some very friends, uh, very good friends with very deep pockets, and they'll get him 
out of this, obviously. Um, but it's uh, not good. Not good nonetheless. Uh, this, this spectacle concert that he put on, um, very interesting to see what will become, what will come from that. There's an election audit. Money has been funded. Funding has been approved, I should say, in Texas, in the Secretary of State's uh, Secretary of State office there in Texas for an election audit in the state of Texas for the 2020 election. Now, this probably hasn't made the news anywhere, but this is huge. Big, big news here. Um, and we're also getting some information on uh, Wisconsin and whatnot. But, uh, boy, this whole election, let's just hope something comes of it here. We've gotten what we've wanted and what we've gotten was evidence after evidence after evidence. Mainstream media still says all of these are just allegations. Uh, there's been proof shown, videos, audio, affidavits, signed, everything, dozens of these things. And uh, Mike Lindell put it all succinctly in a nice little documentary that proves everything. And um, people people don't believe it when they watch it. They don't want to believe it. Mainstream media just simply refuses to believe it. Therefore, the sheeple out there still believe that th these are allegations. No, this is not the case. What we've got here coming up here in the next couple of weeks, up to 10,000 active duty Marines will not be fully vaccinated against the coronavirus when the deadline comes up soon. 10,000. Now, this will, be, this will be very interesting to see how this plays out. Um, these are folks so, who are awake that are not going to get this vaccine at all, but they've been given a deadline for all active duty members to get it. It'll be interesting to see the fallout of how this, what, how this takes shape. Everything that we're seeing in the news is a very good quote here from a former Army PSYOPs officer. She states on a video, you're living in a multifaceted psychological operations exercise on every front. Every front. This is real life. Uh, this isn't in the movies. This isn't um, scripted in some uh, reality TV show. This is the world we're living in. Whether it's the Rittenhouse trial, the fake election, the fake president, the fake inauguration. Uh, I mean, everything that we're seeing in the news is completely false. Once again, when I say up is down and down is up and left is right and right is left, uh, it's true. That's not an exaggeration. Everything we're seeing is lies and everything we're being told are lies and everything that's true isn't being said at all. Um, she said, she came out and said that it's a psychological operation and exercise is being taken place on the gender, on the American public in, in the general public. We are all unwitting victims of all this stuff. And all the thing we can do with shows like this is to try to get the word out is just to make people understand what's going on. They don't have to know 100% of all the details, but just be aware of the fact that you're being lied to. We can each do our own homework on that, we can do see how this is all being uh, portrayed. This week, the CFO of Pfizer announced he's going to retire. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, if Pfizer's probably making the most money they're ever made here since the COVID, now you're getting the CFO, which is the chief financial officer, going to step down. So watch things like that. Watch things as they play out. Who's stepping down? Who's leaving? He's, who's resigning? Who's retiring? 
wouldn't expect the CFO from Pfizer to be leaving anytime soon with the success that they've had. But it should be perking your ears up, raising your attention, raising your antenna when you see stories like this come out. Now, the FDA this week asked federal judge to grant it until the year 2076 to fully release Pfizer's COVID vaccine data. Now, this came out on November 17th. Look it up if you need to. November 17th, it came out that the FDA has put forth a request to a federal judge to grant it until the year 2076 to release the vaccine data that's in the Pfizer vaccine. Now, what in the hell is that all about? All you got to do is ask yourself the question, why would they be going out of their way to hide this and protect it? It sounds like the, the JFK assassination documentation files, uh, classified files. They're going to put them in storage for 75 years. Why on earth would they need to do that? Well, here we are, 2021. They're asking for 55 years to be put away before the public can see what's in the COVID vaccine put out by Pfizer. Very disturbing to say the least. In good news here, the Western States Sheriff's Organization, uh, which covers 17 states in the West, they declared a position of no confidence in the Department of Homeland Secretary this week. And so that's a good that's a good thing that we're getting here with all of the lies that we're getting and information that we're being told and all the propaganda. 17 states put together said the sheriffs in these locations said, we're going to take hold a position of, we don't have any confidence in the Department of Homeland uh, Security, the secretary. So, very interesting. That is good news. Beto O'Rourke is in the news this week. Says he's going to run for governor in Texas for 2022. Good luck with that. Um, uh, that should be very interesting. Um 2022 for Beto Rourke. Alex Jones this last week was found guilty in four Sandy Hook defamation cases. This came out November 15th. Alex Jones found guilty. Now, what was interesting to see on this with the mainstream news, how they handled this is uh, they said he was guilty on all counts and he was a conspirator who's making up all these lies about Sandy Hook. Um, he didn't show up and he didn't answer those cases and didn't respond. And so by default, they found him guilty on those things. Uh, he wasn't really guilty, but because he didn't respond, they defaulted to a guilty look, uh, guilty uh, answer there, a verdict. And so this is not the same as uh, a jury taking place and finding out the things that he said was wrong, being guilty that way. He was guilty because nothing really came of it. Well, Alex Jones, like him or not, uh, as far as his thoughts on the Sandy Hook case, are probably more in line with what happened in reality, and that means a whole lot of nothing. And so if you like Alex Jones or not, uh, depending on the defamation cases, uh, I think he does have a case there. Uh, if he was to sue and go after that, uh, he would win very easy in these cases because uh, uh, the Sandy Hook event was not all uh, that we've been told it was. Now, Kyle Rittenhouse trial, leading up to the announcement uh, for the verdict, the news said that there was 500 National Guard troops brought in for the verdict. They were thinking, you know what, if he's not guilty, uh, there's going to be some mayhem here. And so they're bringing in the, all these National Guards. Uh, very interesting. Also, 
If you follow the case closely, there were independent streams of the Rittenhouse trial that were taken down as this was going on. Not mainstream media, but independent journalists were streaming or covering the event or providing coverage on it. They found their streams and their YouTube videos being blocked by YouTube and taken down. Very interesting. They wanted to control that narrative so bad. Now, all these months since this event happened, the mainstream narrative, mainstream media held the narrative. They owned it. They owned the narrative. Everybody who didn't follow the case that watched the news thought this Kyle Rittenhouse was an idiot uh, who, who made bad decisions and bad choices. And now you get to the trial and you see what was shown versus what was not shown, uh, what was given uh, to the different sides uh, in full definition videos versus non uh, high definition videos and what was really taking place. And you find out that everything that you've been told by the mainstream, it's flipped on its head. Kyle turns out to be a hero doing the right thing. And you have to go back and rethink everything that you've been told in the form of brainwashing by the mainstream media. And they've been all selling you this uh, snake oil, snake oil salesman. Boy, that was very interesting. And then the aftermath of the verdict, everyone on social media, you were bad guys if you supported Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, this was uh, President Biden himself made der uh, derogatory comments toward Rittenhouse. And I don't know if there's an apology yet, but there should be an apology from the president for his treatment of that. Scottsdale, Arizona this week, a school board president created a dossier, a secret dossier on parents who oppose critical race theory and mask mandates, and they could follow and track them and, and, and identify who they are. Well, this came out by a, a whistleblower came out and announced this and found it. Well, police now have launched an investigation into this. You can't be keeping a dossier on the school board of who's the good parents, who's the bad parents, and who's the ones to watch out for and who's the good ones. They were basically monitoring and, and surveilling these parents at the school board level. Uh, very disgusting. Mr. Glenn DeVries, remember he went into space with Jeff Bezos uh, last month, uh, died in a small plane crash on November 11th. I'm not sure myself what the significance of this is, but it did make uh, made its rounds on social media uh, that he died in a small plane crash. Those types of things always... I guess, raise my awareness when I hear things like that. Uh, I'm not sure the connection of that whole thing, but that's something just to keep in mind. That's food for thought and uh, possible grounds for future discussions on that. Remember the 1-6 insurrection, January 6th? Uh, Steve Ban Bannon uh, didn't show up for his uh, events, for his court dates, and now he was indicted last week for contempt of court because he failed to answer questions. Well, later he went in and said, I got it all squared away, and here's the information I'm going to give you. And I think they uh, redacted all that. But very interesting how they're pushing these, uh, the 1 6 January 6 insurrectionists, all tied to Trump. And they're tying all these people to Trump, and they weren't even part of the insurrection. But they're really going after them as if this was, you know, high treason um, event when you got real events of evil going on in our very faces every day. These folks are going after the January 6th folks. Very interesting how seriously they take all this stuff. Speaking of serious, 
Austria announces lockdowns for all unvaccinated people. This came out November 12th. And this is, this is uh, we're talking back in uh, World War II here, Nazi Germany. They're locked down if you're unvaccinated. Um, Austria, this is not good. This is not going to end well. They start putting these kinds of things in place. Now, of course, you don't really hear this in the mainstream media. But if you follow independent journalism, journalism, they're really following this whole New Zealand, Australia, Austria, some of these other countries, Norway, um, and some of the strange things they're doing there. Um, something to just to monitor. Uh, and this was no exceptions in Austria. They were going to lock down anybody that was unvaccinated was going to go on a lockdown. Um, a, a judge came forward and ends the conser- conservatorship that has controlled Britney Spears' life and money since 2008. So Britney Spears was under this umbrella of this uh, uh, legal entity that was controlling her money and her life. Well, she came out now and sued and came back, and a judge uh, ended that and said, you know what, Britney Spears is free, free to do her own thing. She really got cornered in. Now, Britney Spears, once again, as we've talked about in the past when it comes to these Disney performers, these Mickey Mouse uh, Mickey Mouse Club folks, these are folks that are intertwined and controlled and compromised from the very get-go. If your kid is even in the Mickey Mouse Club, those parents are already Compromise, and those kids are going to grow up to be probably someone big, famous actors, actresses, movie stars, music entertainment stars, what have you, because they've already got them controlled. Well, Britney Spears came out and said that's exactly what was done to her since a little girl all the way on up, and uh, said that the folks, the the folks you want to really look out for in the world is those folks, executives in Hollywood and Disney. That's where she's saying the corruption is taking place at these places. This is Britney Spears, a uh, big-time millionaire uh, years ago, uh, came out and made these accusations and announcements that, no, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. They've got you owned uh, as a child all the way on growing up. Now, of course, you're going to make big money, but you also belong to them. You turn into a slave, and that's what Britney Spears was talking about when she made those um, announcements. The wife of an ex-Interpol president that's jailed in China tells the Associated Press that the Chinese government eats its children. This came out in an article uh, November 18th, just this week. Now, you have to ask yourself, she wouldn't be making this up. There'd be no reason to make this up. She can't be that crazy. More than likely, it's true. And so he's sitting there in jail in China. She comes out and says that the... uh, that the Chinese government is eating its children. we got to take that with a grain of salt. Now, number one, the American leaders are probably the same thing, eating the children. The Chinese government, same thing, eating the children. That does not mean what we think it means, but it also is a very horrific answer to a lot of things. You know, we've seen, we've heard about this frazzle drip, the, the video found on the Anthony Weiner's laptop under the folder called Life Insurance, um, where they've got the video surveillance of uh, Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin uh, torturing and killing and drinking the blood of this eight-year-old girl, taking the uh, face, the skin on her face off while she's still alive. 
and activities like this, uh, these satanic, these ritual satanic things that are going on and whatnot. You know, we hear about all these missing children. They all seem to be Virginia around the month of October each year for all of these uh, uh, satanic sacrifices and things like that. And there are not just random people abducting children to the magnitude of this. Uh, this is done on a big, huge, large scale. And a satanic scale it is. These people are not just missing and lost. Um, who knows where their bodies are and where they end up, but they are used. Uh, think of the movie from Stanley Kubrick, Eyes Wide Open, with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Think of it like that. And then you, now you add in some satanic sacrifice and some killing, uh, murdering, and then uh, actions and activities that include the child's blood harvesting that type of thing for adrenochrome, you get to the answer real fast as to where these kids are going. This is done on a global scale. This is not just China, North Korea. Uh, this is America leading the pack here on this. And this is why these whistleblowers keep coming forward, uh, telling of all of this. I think Isaac Cappy um, talking about what he knows of what Tom Hanks has done and Seth Green in the past. Uh, this is why these whistleblowers are important of what they're doing to these children and the kids. Uh, for example, out on Epstein Island with those tunnels underneath the island and those various kill rooms um, they've talked about with the Pizzagate story um, that are not allegations, uh, but are indeed true. Very interesting things. Gordy Grigg stepping down as the editor of the Daily Mail over there in the UK. Well, photos emerge of him kissing Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, this came out November 17th that he's connected to her. And you see right away that he steps down from his position and resigns. Um, you know, this is just, just too much. The connections go too deep. And when you start seeing how it's so integrated and tied into the mainstream media, editor at the Daily Mail, um, of course, you're going to have articles like that um, shedding Ghislaine Maxwell in a good light, in a favorable light, um, not exposing the monster that she is and uh, and whatnot. So that's how we get these stories that are crafted and the narration uh, very much pushed into certain angles that they want to have done because of the Operation Mockingbird folks in journalism are being able to do that. They get the 4 a.m. talking points emailed to them. They know which direction what talking points and bullet points you're going to use that day and how they're going to push the narrative and what phrases and words they're going to say. That's why when we see the news and read the headlines, they're all the same headlines. They're all the same sublines, the date lines, the, the, the subheadings. The same phrase is used. Uh, they are given those already first thing in the morning when they get to their office and then um, you're, you're able to mimic and parrot the stories the way you want them to go. Another story here on Austria, mandatory vaccine for everybody. They're going to put that deadline in place now. Uh, by February 2022, everybody in the country of Austria, everybody has to have that. Now, the question is, what happens if you don't? That's the question. The deadline is February. That's a good story to follow there in Austria. And finally, today on this uh, last story we've got here today, uh, the Vice President Kamala Harris's communications director is leaving the administration, stepping stepping down. That's another big telltale sign when something's uh, goofy. Between Biden and Harris, uh, the two, the, the amount of bumbling that they have done, uh, whether in press conferences or announcements or in public, uh, the bumbling and stumbling that they have done 
it's almost to the extent that it, it almost cannot even be believable or on purpose at this point. Uh, it's, it's just, it's beyond goofy. I'm going to see how these two act in um, public. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Also, a big thank you to our donors, uh, Rev. Dave, Reverend Dave, Alicia, Catherine, Andrew, Dan, Lisa. These are all people we want to give a shout out to for making our operation um, worthwhile and keep it afloat for what we're doing. This pa this past week, we surpassed 5,000 downloads of our shows here on this Eternal Affairs channel um, since moving over to Podbean. 5,000 downloads. That is awesome. Excellent work. Thanks for Remember to share, um, click like, subscribe, and share these episodes. Get them out so people can listen to them. They're all about 30 minutes. My shows are 30 minutes long. Uh, easy car ride to listen to them if you're on the way commuting uh, to work or what have you. Something to listen to when you're working out, exercising. Quick episode to get you up to speed on current events. Once again, this is We Are The News with Dan Hennon. Today is November 22nd, 2021. Thanks for listening.